full-blown wedgie right now. I see you picking over there. God, hold on. Do you pick wedges in public? So, like, sometimes, yes, I do. I'll just, like, put my back against a wall or, like, corner my, you know, put myself in a corner. No one puts wedgie in a corner. What? Do you know what that's from? No. Is wedgie a person in a movie or something? Do you know, but no one puts baby in a corner? What's that? It's from Dirty Dancing. I don't know that. The girl, her name is Baby. No one puts a wedgie in a corner. But I like I, no one puts wedgie in a corner. But you know what? I do put wedgie in a corner. How often do you see me, not wedgies, but I adjust my my junk in public all the time, don't I? You will literally be standing in line at the gas station with your hand down your pants, just like fondling yourself. I don't know that I do that. Uh, yeah, It might clearly. be a problem. It's a big problem. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's just guys have balls and and penises and it's right there in front of us can you turn your phone on silent well Kitty, uh, you know we're podcasting right now i know i'm out of it right now he's really out Hold of up. it i'm tired today i can't wake up i had a two cups of wonderful coffee delicious succulent coffee delicious uh verve coffee i love it and okay. then and now i'm having a highball all natural energy drink <laughs> you're just pumping yourself full of i'm energy. i'm so caffeinated but it's really not working today Inch. i don't know why Ooh, but how about our new sheets though holy shit okay guys because i'm i can't stop thinking about it yeah if you guys are having a bad night's sleep get new sheets it changed our lives i swear there's a few things that i know to be true if you're having a hard time getting motivated to work out i need to take my own advice Get new workout clothes. Yeah. Because when you look cute and you're wearing cute workout clothes, like high-waisted whatever, and then fucking little sports bra. You with feel like a cute. You want to put it on. Yeah, you feel cute. You want to put it on. You want to work out. If you're not really sleeping and you're like, it's kind of hot or you're too cold or whatever, research some good sheets. Get some new sheets. I know. It's the best. We got Buffy sheets. Yeah. They're really soft. Oh, they're so good. And, and just to add to that, my parents have been sleeping on, you know, like those $10 sheets that you find at like Ross. There's nothing wrong with that. And by the way, get what you can afford. I totally get that. But like I grew up sleeping on probably $10 to $20 like discount sheets. Oh, yeah. And didn't realize until I decided to invest in sheets how much of a game changer it is. You spend most of your life sleeping. (laughs) Doesn't it sound like we're doing an ad right now? I know. (laughs) The way that we were saying it, it sounded like we were doing a podcast ad. I mean, honestly, I hope Buffy sponsors us. That'd but, be great. I mean, they um, don't have to now that we just gave them a free advertisement. Uh, damn it. Free, Let's just, free advertising. Could you imagine we bleep, we bleep the word Buffy? <laughs> just like assholes. We're like, just make, we tell our producers, bleep that word, please. <laughs> Cutie, I'm sleeping so damn good. And to be honest, I was obsessed with our old sheets. So I was a little nervous when you told I me know. like, I want to get new sheets. I was nervous, but I want to let you have but we've it. We've had those sheets for literally like five years. That's true. Like, and not that that's old, but it's like sometimes your skin needs like an adjustment. So I gave DJ a set of sheets. I wonder if he still has them. I want to know if, if it's changed his life. DJ eats out of the trash. Of course he has those sheets That's true. Still. Let me ask him. DJ, do you still have the sheets I gave you? Question mark. Anyways. I, I text him the most random shit all the time. I know. He's probably like, what the fuck? Matt has this best friend that uh, is from Connecticut. and he. He's so, he's amazing. You know what? Today's episode should be about how you got to LA. Oh, man. That's what we should do. 
Oh, geez. My welcome to L.A. story. Yes, because we've been talking about it for a while now. That's true. And I feel like the people deserve a hilarious story about you transplanting. Oh, boy. Where do I begin? Let me chug this energy drink. Is that too much for today? Let's do it. Let's dive in. I'll ask you questions. I should snort some of that flour that has cocaine in it and just get rocked and riled for this. Guys, I made cookies the other day <laughs> and Matt was like, "These, I mean, they, I, he didn't have to tell me. I mean, I could taste it. They tasted like chemicals. And I was like, what the fuck? So we were like, we tasted each ingredient separately that I put into the cookies. The flour tastes like straight up melted plastic and mercury. Yeah. It's such a weird, I'm like, and this is no, like organic, weird. expensive yeah. flour from Whole Foods. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I DM the company and they wrote me back and they're like, uh, chemicals isn't one of our flavors. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I'm asking you why the fuck does did it taste like savvy? Sassy? Oh, sassy. <laughs> they did got they, very sassy. Did they get sassy with you? They got a little sassy. Well, I let's said, call, then call them out right now. I don't want to. I'm going to call them out. What's, what's the brand name? <laughs> well, then that's just me saying it. Hey, try to trap you in there. I mean, here's the thing. The, like, I don't know what happened there. But After, it was really fucking annoying that they were like, well, chemical isn't one of our flavors of flour. I was they like, yeah, no shit. You know what they should have said? Let we're, me send they you 50 said, boxes of flour. Yeah. No, they should have said, we're sorry you, you had that experience. That's so odd. Uh, we'd like to send you something to make up for it or return exactly. or something. Well, yeah. Like you would think that they'd have a smart social media person to make it right. Yeah. Because if you wanted to, you could literally just do a story and saying, guys, what's going on here? You know what this... my you know what my favorite song is, though? What? Nobody's smart. That's true. Nobody's, Nobody's smart. smart. <laughs> That's my favorite song. Nobody's smart. You know what just blows my mind, though, is like what? Matt and I talk about this all the time, and it's so annoying that like I'll call a company. Someone answers. You ask them a simple question that has to do with their job. Yeah. And I could probably Google it faster than they can tell me what their freaking job is. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you get this job? I Okay, well, check this out. It's the, so annoying. The other day, by, by the other day, I mean like three months ago, four <laughs> months ago, I wanted a red tie and I went to a Macy's mm -hmm. and I walk into Macy's and this dude who this employee is like, he looks like he's high out of his mind and he's like folding shirts. And I was like, Hey dude, I was like, I'm looking for a red tie. I was like, do you guys have any just red ties? And he's like, huh? He goes, let me check. And he walks away. Okay. So then I'm hanging out in his little section, waiting for him to come back to where he was folding t-shirts mm -hmm. or hanging out, pretending to be folding t-shirts. Yeah. Hanging out. I wait for five minutes. Doesn't come back. I wait for 10 minutes. Doesn't come back. By like the 10 minute mark, I'm like, where is this dude? So I'm like, I'm going to go look by myself. I leave to go look for this tie and he's just in a circle with other employees just chatting. And they're all like, they're all like leaning up against the racks just chatting. I can't. And I went and I was like, hey, dude. I was like. The, the red tie. The red tie. And Bro. they were not busy. He was just didn't want to help. I was like, the red tie. He goes, oh, man. He goes, no. And he goes, I, he goes, I don't think. He goes, I don't think we have that. Guess who found a red tie? You probably. Me. I searched the store by myself and I found a red tie. I don't give a shit where you work. Be a good person. First and foremost, be helpful. If you're working, be helpful. I don't care. When I worked at Hollister, I was like the most cheerful. I'd run around the store and like be like, do you need something? I'd knock on all the freaking 
the dressing rooms and be like, can I get you another size? Like I was like so into my job. Yeah. I was such a, I mean, people just aren't, a lot of people aren't people, 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 per people's. Yeah. People yeah but here's the thing though. Do you know how many Americans would want that job? Do you know how many people would die to have that job because yes. they, they are unemployed and can't get work? Yes. Good, hardworking people, people. should be grateful for their work. Of course. Because I agree. And by the way, we can. I know some people are probably saying like, oh, yeah, lucky for you guys. You guys Guess are podcasting. What? We worked all those jobs. I worked at a sushi restaurant. We worked at where, restaurants. Where like people thought I was an escort. <laughs> Not really. My mom <laughs> thought I was an escort. But like. I literally worked at a sushi restaurant where people would like throw shit at me and be like, here, like, this yeah. is my dirty plate. I'm like, I'm actually the hostess, but okay. Yeah. Like, Dude, we've, listen, but I would just do my job because you, that's my job. You do your job. I also worked there for a week. I also, did you, do you, did you actually feel blessed to have a job? Of course. Because I didn't I actually come from money. Way. Neither did you. Like, yes. we didn't come from like a bunch of money where we were like, ah, we don't care about this job. We had jobs because we had to have jobs. Yeah. We had jobs because we had to pay for rent. We had to jobs because we had to like pay for shit. Yeah. Just like we do now. But it's like, you know, at, yeah, of course. Like I was so happy when I got a job at Hollister because A, all my friends worked there. B, I was like, ooh, cool. Now I have gas money. <laughs> it was great. Today's episode is brought to you by Good Wipes. Can you guess what Good Wipes are? They're really Good Wipes. Okay. That was my dad joke. They're real, they're they're like shower wipes that you can use in between showering, or if you're like me, you can just use good wipes instead of showering altogether. You do that? Yes. Well, sometimes I usually shower, but I do use the butt wipes after every doogie now and then. Ew! <laughs> no sick. What? They keep me clean as a whistle. Okay, but seriously, guys, good wipes is a game changer. So far, I've used them camping, at home for a midday refresher, right before my long drive in traffic. I'll even do a little wipe. <laughs> <laughs> they honestly come in very handy and will always keep you clean and refreshed. Good wipes are also plant-based, biodegradable, and hypoallergenic. These things are legit. You can actually flush them down the toilet if you need to. So if That's I'm awesome. like running to a big meeting and I have swamp ass, I can literally just run to the bathroom, wipe, flush, rip, and then I'm going to close the deal. Okay. They make body wipes, <laughs> butt wipes, and even feminine wipes for the lady parts. You got to keep it fresh, my ladies. Thank you for doing that, sweetie. You guys can use our code RILED for 15% off at goodwipes.com. That is our code RILED when you visit goodwipes.com. Now, please excuse me. I'm going to wipe right now. Oh, boy. I remember when I was working at Sir Restaurant, this was a couple, this was a, this was a few years after Ledoux was popping off mm -hmm. and all those clubs. And back in the day, I would go out and I saw, did you know my Lindsay Lohan story? You know about that story when she when she was flirting with me and she wanted me to like hang with her. No, you know I thought that, that was Britney Spears. I, I have one about her too. God, you're such a. I was in demand back then. Player. Hey, honestly, play is gone. Play. I was cutie. in demand back then. Haters I don't, gone. I don't, hate. and I can't tell you why. I just maybe I was super confident. I didn't give a shit. I don't know. Yeah, because you ran around with like your little cute face and your yeah. little hat and like your swoopy hair and just. Oh, and also, to be honest, it's the fact that I got lucky to get into these clubs in the first place because they were very exclusive. Yeah. So the girls like Lindsay Lohan that were in there were probably like, if this dude's in the club, fresh meat, he's probably some rich dude or whatever they thought. Yeah. But this is going back to my story being at, being at Sir Restaurant when she came in. So rewind before I worked at Sir Restaurant, I was at a club in Hollywood. What was it called? Excess. It, no. Ledoux. It wasn't Ledoux. Spider. Mood. Whoa, area no oh oh hang on it's coming to me 
What street was it? it, it Las Palmas. It was, yes, Las Palmas. Nice. You know every club. Jeez. I know all the. I'm a freaking. I was club at Las Palmas, and my buddy Remy. Remember Remy Moses? Yes, Re- I do. Remy promoted the club, and uh, he got me in. She legit thought that I was just cute, and I knew Lindsay's buddy Marco. The entry fee was to bone Lindsay Lohan. The entry fee to get in the club was to bone Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Marco, yeah. And Marco was sitting with Lindsay and he called me over because she was interested in me. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, he goes, Lindsay wanted to meet you. And I was like, oh, cool. So I come in and sit down next to her and I meet her. Mind you, this is party Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. So like this, like, this isn't a like kind of like scary. What, what what was the parent trap? Is that what it was? Yeah, not parent trap, It wasn't trap, parent Lindsay. trap, Lindsay. It was... This was like, <laughs> this was a different one. It was party Lindsay. Party Lindsay. It was like, I might get stabbed, Lindsay. Yeah, no, for real. So <laughs> she's like, I say, I got yeah, I, have I a good say story hi to her. her I sit next to her at the table. We're hanging out, and we talk for like I don't know five minutes. And to be honest, like I wasn't interested, but I was like, Lindsay Lohan wants to say hi. I'm gonna go say hi. Sure. And then I was like, all right, well, I was like, well, I'm gonna take off because me and my buddy that I came with, we're gonna leave. And she literally likes. I used to wear my keys on a carabiner, like on my. Never say carabiner. Carabiner ever again. What is it? I think that's what it's called. Carabina? Carabiner. 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 Are we saying that right? I don't know. Isn't that what it is? Carabiner? Is that like what you rock climb with? Yeah. Carabiner. <laughs> I'm Googling. Stop saying Carabiner clip. Okay. Carabiner? Anyway, I was carabiner. wearing my carabiner with my keys because I used to be a band guy and I we would all wear our keys carabiner. there. Okay, keep going. And then Lindsay, I told her I had to leave. It was nice to meet her. And then she snagged my keys from my, from that were hanging there. She and grabbed she, your carabiner? She grabbed my carabiner. And Did she, she lick your carabiner? Uh, hey, this is the, the real story. She grabbed my carabiner and put it in between her legs. I'm not kidding. I'm not, like, I'm not even saying that to make it sound like a perverted joke. She literally put it in between her legs and then like crossed her legs and like sat there like, like, nah, 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 nah. I have your keys. You can't leave. So then I was like, ah, and I was like, I was like, hey, give me You're my keys. You're telling me that Lindsay Lohan fucked your carabiner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want me to leave. And I was like, this is interesting because she's very famous and this is kind of fun. It's, it's fun. Of course. But like, so I wasn't trying to get down with Lindsay Lohan. I just wasn't. So anyway, I was asking for my keys, asking for my keys. She wouldn't give it back. And I had to stay there for like another 10 minutes because she was really like playing that game and yeah. also getting more drunk by the second. Perfect. Then she finally... Uh, by the second. Literally, by the second. And then finally, I was like, hey, I was like, I seriously have to leave. Please give me my keys. And at that point, I was like annoyed. And then she like was so gave pissed. Gave birth to them. And she like gave birth to my carabiner. <laughs> and she put it in my hand. And then she like turned away all pissed. So that was my interaction with her. Then two years later, I'm working at Sir Restaurant. And she comes in. And she sits at the table that I'm supposed to serve. Oh, and boy. I was like... I can't serve her right now. I just don't want, I just don't want to. Yeah. It was too weird of an interaction. It didn't leave on a good note. I don't want to now be her her and her girlfriend's server. It would have just, it would have felt weird. Yeah. So I, I told my buddy, I think Josh, I was like, Hey, Lindsay Lohan's at table six. I don't want to take it. Let's switch some tables. He's like, all right. And he took her and And I, you're like, hide your carabiner. And I was like, hide your carabiner, hide your wife. Lindsay Lohan's here. (laughs) And I, and I avoided her. And I had. Poor Lindsay. I just, I think she's like living her best life now, so it's fine. But I was at a club where Samantha Ronson was DJing and they had just broken up. And my friend was DJing with Sam Ronson. 
So they were behind the DJ booth, obviously together hanging. And I was friends with Jordy Masterson Mm -hmm. and Jordan and Sam were DJing together. And I was there because I went with Jordan. So, so I'm sitting at the table right in front of the DJ booth and it looks like I'm talking to Samantha Ronson, which I'm not, I don't even know her. And I, I'm talking to Jordy and I like, I'm leaning over the DJ booth and then I come back and I'm like dancing with all my friends and we're right in front of the DJ booth. And I feel like a piece of ice get flung at my head and I'm like, Oh God, what the fuck? You know, like who's throwing ice. So then it happens again. I get ice at my head, thrown at my head. And I'm like, what the heck? So I'm like looking around, looking for like, what, what's going on again, ice. I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. Then I start talking to Jordan, a freaking cup full of ice no. thrown at my head. And I'm no. like, okay. And I can't find who's throwing the ice. So then about like 20 minutes later, I'm dancing with all my friends and I feel like this pinch, like someone pinches me like hard, like pinches my back. And I'm like, what the heck? And I turn around, like pinches my back, like a pinch. She yeah. pinched me. Yeah. I turn around like super fast. And she's like walking away, like looking at me, like backing away from me because I could have turned around and like punched her in the face. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have never done that. Yeah. But she like backed up because she knew I'm going to pinch this girl. I'm going to walk away. She just didn't want me talking to Sam. And she was like, stop talking to her or something. And I was like, no, she said that. Yes. And I was like, wait, what? I'm talking to him. And then I got kicked out. The bouncer kicked you out? I got kicked out because he was like, I heard you were throwing ice. Let's go. And I was like. No way. I was like, I was not throwing anything. Someone was actually throwing ice at me. And I didn't even rat her out. I just was like, no, someone's throwing ice at me. I don't know who it is. And then I got kicked out of the club. And then I never went back there. That was the last time I went there. What club was it? Playhouse. I can't believe. What? Is that Playhouse on Hollywood? Yeah, Playhouse. Yeah. Off Hollywood Boulevard, right? On Hollywood, yeah. It looks like a theater. It looks like a theater. And we were up in like the private like VIP area. And then there's like a huge club at the bottom. Yeah. And I had never even been there before. It was my first and last time. But were you kicked out from the top area or the entire club? Top. Or the top area? No, no, no. Probably the VIP area, right? Because that was like her VIP area probably. Oh, then he took my cell phone. He took my cell phone and deleted all the pictures that I had from that night. No. Yeah. He the bouncer deleted all the photos because Lindsay could have been in the background of them. You know, he, hey, by the way, that's probably very illegal. Probably he took your phone and deleted pictures. He asked me it? for my phone, and he said, uh, "He said I got to see your phone," and he took it. I was like, "Okay." I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna like fight this bouncer who like, like has a freaking Billy Club sticking out yeah. of his freaking pants. Yeah. <laughs> and, so I'm like, okay, so I give him my phone. He deletes the photos. It's like photos of me and Georgie and Riley dancing. Yeah. And then and then I get kicked out. <laughs> did did you have a chance to tell your girlfriends, Riley and Georgie? Like, did you say, hey, guys, I'm being kicked out? I don't remember anything Maybe you after were, that. Were you drunk? Not at all. No? Weird. I don't, I mean, I don't get drunk. Weird. I don't like, I don't get drunk and not remember stuff. I was just like sober always. Jeez. So I was just like at clubs dancing i legitimately went to clubs to dance i wasn't yeah. like trying to get hammered and do drugs i never you did drugs you still want to go to clubs to dance you I don't even go... you don't even care about the drinks you just want to go hear music and dance like if there was an, a club open right now at like 2 p.m mm-hmm. i'd be like yeah let's go to the club yeah i just want to dance i just yeah. want to listen to 
Justin Bieber uh, and fun music honestly, in the club. Can I tell you what sounds extremely fun right now? Yes. I would love when this is all done to get a group of like 10 to 12 friends love to it. grab a dinner Yep. and then club go to a freaking club and get a table and all like get a table and split a bottle of alcohol or two fun. and just dance and drink. Yes. And see people like we I haven't experienced. And by the way, it's not like I, I don't like I don't necessarily like to meet new people. That's not what I'm trying to do. Right. But I want to see new people. I want to sit down. Yes. I want to dance and I want to I want to watch a couple making out on the dance floor. Yeah. And I want to see like a drunk like girl a like vibe. getting like, you know, stumbling around. Like I want to just see people partying and getting crazy. I love it. It sounds fun. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. This is such a cool online learning community. They have thousands of inspiring classes for creative and honestly just like curious people so that they can just explore new skills, deepen existing passions and get lost in creativity. I think this is so important, especially right now, because we're all trapped inside and it's like, why not learn some new skills and, you know, find your community of people that share similar passions. You know what it is, sweetheart? What? It's a membership with meaning. They believe that strong community is essential in times of hardship like this right now. Mm -hmm. You get to tap into the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration like drawing, writing, journaling classes, and also what you would love interior design i love some interior design so like i can just like watch a class on interior design and learn how to not rearrange all my own furniture exactly i'm literally constantly moving this dang stool around the house because i don't know where it goes yeah so hopefully someone can help me on skillshare of course they can because they're sharing their skill that you don't have hey you don't have it all sweetie you are hot though so explore your creativity and get two months free of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash riled. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. I love free stuff. Two get months started, for free? Two months for free. Damn. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash riled. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare dot com slash riled get your skill on people get skilled up get your skill on get, get your skill, skill on get, get you get you get you get you get your skill, skill on wow that should honestly be their tagline yeah i'll talk to missy elliott about that i want people to know your la welcome to okay. la story that this is fun it's, am I, i'm actually getting inspired hearing all of our like club stories so here it is at, at the very least i can tell part one today and then maybe part two another time because it's long. That's true. But why not do part one and part two? Let's and try let's just see it. where it goes. Yeah. Man, my welcome to LA story. Okay, so I feel like it doesn't have to be that crazy. I'm gonna cut it down. Yeah. I'm gonna give you guys the quick cut down. In 2005, I was working at Nordstrom mm -hmm. at Clackamas Town Center in Oregon, which just closed for good because of coronavirus. Nordstrom, for good. the Nordstrom that I worked at when I was like 19 and 20 in Portland closed down. Jeez. Okay. Like a Nordstrom. That's, that's how, crazy. like, that's insane. Anyway, Fernando sent me that article and I was super bummed because like every time I go to Portland, I go visit that Nordstrom because yeah. I had so many memories there. All your best friends work there. Oh man. So I worked there <laughs> for about a, I don't know, a year and a half or so. And I had always known that I wanted to move to LA. So 
I decided one day, and I've always been like this. If I want to do something, I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Like at 16 years old, I didn't want to live in Palm Springs anymore where my mom wanted to be. So I told my mom, I'm going back to Oregon and I would just do it. Like I just did shit, you know? And I didn't think about like the future or or, oh, that's scary. I just did it. And I knew the best would, would, you know, the best would come. So randomly, I was like, I know I need to get to LA and I'm kind of pushing this off and I'm working. Uh, at Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm putting my two weeks in today. So I write down on a piece of paper. Didn't I tell the story already? You told the story. Okay, cool. So then let's let's just go like this. Yeah. So if you didn't, if you didn't hear, I wrote down my two weeks notice on a piece of paper and I quit my job and I literally packed up a U-Haul and pulled my old car and I moved to LA. I then Where'd you, where'd you move to though? So my buddy Dustin. Oh yeah. You told the story. I think I told the story already. So, well, no, you got to Dustin, Dustin, you move in with Dustin. His girlfriend gets pissed. She moves. He follows her. You stayed at Dustin's house. And that's kind of where I left off. right? That's where you left off. But then you didn't have any friends here. Yeah. You met. Yeah. Okay. Here we, okay. Got it. This is where it starts. So now it's me being in LA. So at this point I had moved in with a buddy, Dustin. And I was living at his girlfriend's apartment. You already told this. I'm catching up. Someone might be listening for the first time. Okay. By the way, guys, I, to tell stories. You got to get into it. I got to get into it because I'm racking my brain for the story. No, you Um, just say you didn't have any friends. So you went to the Grove to find friends. That's the best part. (laughs) Did I say that already? No. Oh, but you're telling me I should say that. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I'm in LA now. I don't have any friends. My only friend left me and went back to Portland. My girl left me. My girl left me. My girl left me. Uh, Dustin, why'd you leave me, bro? Uh, Dustin left me. I needed to find friends. I went back then. Google wasn't a thing, or at least I didn't know what it was. So everyone used Yahoo search. Yes. Or Yahoo search. Yeah. That was like the most popular, right? Yeah. You could find anything. You're like, I want to find this thing. So I literally Yahooed. Where do young people hang out in LA? And I was like, where do I go find friends? And one of the first. What a cool, like funny way to find, like where to go. Because how would you know where to go in LA? I knew nobody. Yeah. No one. But you knew that you needed to. I knew that I needed to find friends because I didn't have any friends. I would have been your friend. And, And at this point. I was like living at Dustin's girlfriend's apartment and they were both moved out. And, and Dustin said, you can stay here until you get kicked out. Wow. So I'm like, I need to find some friends. I need some roommates. ASAP. I need some, I need a place to live. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. I was completely by myself in LA. I wish I knew you then cutie. I know. Well, you would have you you like, taken me under your wing. I met you like a year later. You did. Wow. I would have legit. You take- met me. Less than a year after I was in L.A. Did you know that? Yeah. I, I just said Which is it. incredible. I would have taken you under my wing so hard, cutie. I know you would have. We, You would have been Would you like, have taken advantage of me? I would have taken advantage of you first. Yeah. And then you would have been like, oh, well, now she's got dirt on me. Now she knows I have a tiny pee-pee. I know. And then you would have exposed it to the world and told me. That you have a tiny carabiner. Tiny carabiner that Lindsay Lohan wanted. <laughs> <laughs> my tiny carabiner. Dustin's gone. I'm by myself. I'm like, I need to go somewhere. I Yahoo search where to go. The Grove pops up. 
The Grove is a super popular outdoor mall in Los Angeles, for those of you who don't know. And it's amazing. It has a Nordstrom. It has a freaking Abercrombie. It has a Mac. Yes. It has all the things you need in one little spot. Yes, exactly. So it had an Abercrombie and Fitch. Not anymore. It's not not the Nike store, right? Yep. And I was like, okay, perfect. There's an Abercrombie there. And this is where like the young, cool people hang out. I'm going to go make some friends. And like, you know that all the hotties work at Abercrombie. Exactly. And I was like, there's definitely going to be some some cute girls there. I'm going to go check it out. So I literally drove myself to the Abercrombie at the Grove and I walked in and I was like, I'm going to make some friends. I see this cute girl folding T-shirts. I go up and say hi to her. I was like, hey, I was like, I'm, I'm Matt. And she's like, oh, I'm Casey. And I was like, hey, so do you like working here? Whatever. I was like, whatever I would say to flirt and talk to someone. I can't. We started talking. She's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I just moved here um, from Portland, Oregon. She's like, oh, yeah. She goes, well, you know, why did you move here? And I was like, well, I used to work for Radio Disney in Portland. Now I sell carabiners. And now I on sell carabiners. I, I sell mini carabiners. I'm sorry. I'm. This episode is called Carabiner. That's for sure. <laughs> so I just pretty much I'm honest with her. And I was like, I, you know, moved here from Portland. I used to work for Radio Disney. My dream is to be in entertainment, whether it's going to be like a radio host or I don't know. I just loved entertainment. And that's why I'm here. I t- was hoping to move to LA and work for Radio Disney in LA, mm-hmm. but something, it's a whole nother freaking story. Something went sour and I didn't get the position here in LA. And I was like, so now I'm looking for friends and work pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God. She goes, you worked for Radio Disney? And I was like, yeah. She goes, my song's on Radio Disney. Interesting. So I'm like, you're, you're just s- intrigued. So I'm intrigued. I'm like, I'm intrigued. What do you mean your song's on Radio Disney? She goes, I have a song that plays on Radio Disney. Which like, is so funny that like she's like working at the Grove. That's what I thought and was. She, and when you're younger and you're like, oh, this person's song is on Radio Disney. They must be a billionaire. No. Yes. Back then, you, know? you back then, if you think celebrity, you think this person is a multimillionaire. Of course. Or if you think this person's songs on the radio, they're and rich. And most of them did get a lot of money, but they just did not know what to do with it. Exactly. They didn't that's know what to do problem. with it. They're or... like, I want drugs. You're like, that's probably not what you should be spending your money on. Save it. A hundred percent. So Casey says, yeah, she goes, my song's uh, on Radio Disney. I-, I didn't mean that Casey was like a drug addict or no, something. No, but you're just saying people in general. Yeah, people young, spend their money on the craziest shit when you're young. Young people get like a couple hundred grand from a label yep. and they just spend it. Yeah. Clothes, chains, jewelry, traveling, vacation, and then it's just gone. Debt, like all kinds of shit. Exactly. <laughs> Especially though, chains. So Casey tells me her song's on Radio Disney. I was like, What's, what song is it? She's like, it's called Unbelievable. Uh, and I was like, and I knew the song and I was like, I was like, hit it. You're Casey Brown who sings, but I believe you undescribable, but I'm describing you and a bit and I don't know the song anymore. Hang on. Let me tell you the song. Here it is. This song right here started my entire career in Los Angeles. Woo! It started my entire career like you wrote it. Oh yeah. This song was cute. You get the point. We get it. Sorry, I just want to keep listening to it. We gotta get you to the chorus because no one's gonna know just that. Okay, okay, hang on. I love, love some violins in a song. All right, here it comes. 
you get it. That was your first friend in L.A. Was Casey Casey Brown. Brown was my first friend in L.A. She was working at Abercrombie & Fitch. And she, I used to work for Radio Disney. Her song was on Radio Disney. And mm-hmm. we instantly clicked. And I was like, holy shit, we have a connection. This is insane. And we were mind blown. Because yeah. she was like, wait a second. This is such a, cr-. like, this random dude stumbled into Abercrombie, mm-hmm. came and started flirting with me and saying, hi, like, what's up? And our common ground was Radio Disney. So then I'm like, I, I was shocked that she was working there because that song was still on the radio. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, everyone just makes billions of dollars and right. you're set for life. Like, what right? are you doing here not at Abercrombie? Necess- yeah, not the case. So I told Casey, I was like, hey, meet me. Um, I'll hang around the Grove. Let's let's have a coffee when you're done. So she got off work a few hours later. I met her for coffee and I just kind of told her my whole story. And I was like, yeah, you know, I moved here. My buddy Dustin uh, took off with his girlfriend. They left me in their apartment. And I just told him, I told her the story. I didn't ask for anything. Yeah. I just shared my story. And I was like, now I'm just trying to make friends because I need to have friends <laughs> to survive in LA. And she's like, oh my God. She goes, you can totally come stay with me. And I was like, amazing. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, really? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you some money to sleep on your couch. Like, like whatever, yeah. like whatever it's going to be. Also the fact that she was so generous and like, Oh, immediately. But like, here's the thing I will say about you and people probably can tell this from Instagram or even just this podcast. Is yeah. You're freaking chill. You're not, you're like the least threatening person. You're so sweet. You're like, I mean, it is a little intense to just invite somebody the first time you're meeting them to come yeah. stay at your house. Yeah. But you are an angel. Thank you, you. are such a, like, everyone can see I'm that. I'm not, the thing is, I, I would hope that people can tell that I'm not out to get anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a very yeah. genuine person. Like, I'm yeah. honest. And I think she, I think she can tell. And also the fact that, like, we had, we had a mutual trust that, A, she was a celebrity in my eyes. I knew who she was. Yeah. And B, she was like, oh, this guy used to work for Radio Disney. He's not a serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, she invites me to stay with her. And I was like, oh, that'd be amazing. Like, you know, I'll sleep on your couch. I'll, I'll pay you what I can, whatever. And she literally was like, no, I have a whole extra bedroom that you can have. And I, in my mind, I'm like, this girl works at Abercrombie for some reason. She has a song on the radio that I love. And she has an extra a house with an extra bedroom. So she gives me an address. Mind it's in it's in Malibu, California. Mind mm-hmm. you, I had no idea what Malibu was. Like the most gorgeous place on earth. The most gorgeous and expensive You're like, place. Yeah, I'll come stay at your shitty like Malibu apartment. Yes. I was like, <laughs> she's probably in some apartment out there, whatever. She gives me the address. I go back to Dustin's girlfriend's apartment, grab the rest of my shit, and I literally drive to this address that she gave me that night to just kind of move in. I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is my first roommate in LA that I met that night. Yeah. So I go to her house and I pull up and I'm like, this has to be the wrong address. This is not where I'm going to be staying. It was a beautiful house right above PCH overlooking the ocean, like multi-million dollar house. And I just couldn't quite put the pieces together. And I was like, why is she working at Abercrombie for probably minimum wage and yeah. she has this house? What is happening here? By the way, I used MapQuest to get there. Remember that? I love a MapQuest. I love Map, like printed out directions. Yes, printing out directions. Yes. I called her and I said, hey, I think that I'm here, but I'm not sure because why is there a mansion that I'm in front of, right? So yeah. she comes out, she's holding her little dog. She goes, 
hi y'all she had that southern accent and she's like oh she goes oh my god hi she comes to give me a hug and i was like whoa i was like is this your house she goes well no i live here it's my ex-boyfriend's house were you with fernando too not yet okay sorry i wasn't with I'm fernando jumping yet the gun. it's just um, little old you it's just little it's just little old me mm-hmm. god this story's complicated because when you said fernando i didn't mention the fernando part that's okay can I do it without Fernando and then bring him in later? Yep. Okay. I'm going to mention, I'm going to bring Fernando in later because yeah. let's just talk about my journey. This is my POV right now, yes. right? Yes. And Fernando's yes, yes, not yes, here yes. yet. So Casey says, well, this isn't my place. It's my ex-boyfriend's place, but you know, I'm still living here. He bought a house in Los Feliz and you know, we broke up, but he's, uh, you know, it's probably gonna take a while for his house to sell. He's going to list it. So on and so on and so on. And I was like, did you ask your ex-boyfriend if I can stay here? Does he know that I'm coming? And she goes, he does. I did ask him and he's totally fine with it. But, you know, he wants to talk to you and because obviously he wants to like talk to the person who's going to be here. And he also, you know, if you're going to come stay with us, he also wants to kind of have some help around the house. That's kind of all that I right. yeah. heard of it. So I'm like, okay, cool. She kept calling her boyfriend, her boyfriend, Alex. She kept saying my boyfriend, Alex. So I settle in. I, this house, this is, this is the dream. I'm literally second week living in LA and I'm at this beautiful uh, multi-million dollar house looking over the ocean in Malibu and I have my own room and the room wasn't completely furnished. It was literally because it was their guest bedroom and he probably moved it into his Los Feliz house. It was just a mattress, a bed frame and like a, a couple towels in the bathroom. Did you even say like, who's your ex-boyfriend or like, what does he do or anything? Or you just kind of no, like, I just took what you could. I didn't want, I didn't want to dig. Yeah. I didn't want to be that person to say, oh my God, what's your boyfriend do? I didn't want to do that. Most people would. And so it's actually kind of cool and nice. And she probably was like, oh good. She, he's not like prying on my No, totally. Business. Exactly. Yeah. She just said my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, Alex. And I said, wow, I, cool. Like this is crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. So then she goes, you know, you can stay here, but he's going to call you and kind of tell you what he might need help with if that's cool. I was like, of course. It's so crazy. Okay. So let's just say probably two days later. I'm at the house. Casey's gone and she's working at Abercrombie and I'm by myself in the house. And she had a, her signature pink piano oh and she God. had like three guitars and I played guitar too. So I'd pick up a guitar and start playing whatever. And I was in the living room and suddenly the door opens. Guess who Alex is? Trebek. Alex Trebek. It was Alex Trebek. <laughs> Alex Trebek from freaking Jeopardy. No. You know, I'm doing Alex Mack from from the show from Alex Mack. No, it's not Alex Trebek. It's not Alex Mack. Alex. I got nothing. Greenwald. Alex Greenwald. It was Alex Jean McLean, also known as AJ McLean. From Backstreet Boys. Hold the phone. So you're telling me you lived at a Backstreet Boys house? I lived at a Backstreet Boys house. I'm acting like I don't know this story. I know. <laughs> I'm just, it's fun for me. I'm pretending so, like I have zero clue what's going on. So I'm sitting there as this 19-year-old. No, I was 20. As this 20-year-old. Backstreet Boy fanatic. Who, like, you know what the Backstreet Boys look like. I know what they look like. I know who they are. They are the most famous humans right now. They're the most famous humans. 
I Want It That Way is my favorite song. Duh. I was probably, Still don't know I what was it probably means. playing I Want That Way on guitar when he walked in. Yeah. And AJ from Backstreet Boys walks in the front door and I didn't put it together it's yet. It's like a movie. It's out of a movie. Like you're like, you're sitting on the couch and you're just kind of like playing around. I never want to hear you say I want it that anyway. way. And then he comes and in then, and he's like, you sound good. No, he and, co- no, he comes in and goes, you are. Oh. And I hear his voice in the, in the distance. And then you're like, wait, what? Wow. Okay, so you weren't actually playing that song. I wasn't playing that song. I was but just playing just... guitar and hanging out. And then the door opens and I was like, who is here? Because Casey's not there and who uh. has the key and whatever. And AJ from Backstreet Boys walks in and I'm like, why is AJ from Backstreet Boys here? Her ex-boyfriend's name is Alex. And then he comes up. He goes, you Matt? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I'm Alex. And I'm like, oh, this is Alex? my God. Because I thought he would thought it was AJ. That's yeah. all I knew. Yeah. I didn't know that he went by Alex with like his close friends. Hilarious. So he goes, yeah, dude. He goes, so Casey tells me that you're a good guy. You moved here from, from Oregon and you need a place to crash. He's like, I'm totally down to like, you know, let you stay here. And he's like, but I do want some help because my real estate agent is out of town. And I do. Oh, he goes, I need God. some help uh, showing the house if Casey's not here. Okay. So, you know, I can't be here. He's living like in Los Feliz at this point. And he says, just help me show the house when people show up. It's amazing. And I'm like, okay, yes, Mr. Backstreet Boy. I will 100% show your house for you. <laughs> yes, Mr. Backstreet Boy. So this is where things get very, this is where, this is where things get very. Get sticky. This, it, it gets sticky here. Things get sticky. I, I need, I need to chug some energy drink for this. Hang on. Okay. I mean, it would be the greatest freaking payment of all time. You know, like, it's not like you have to pay rent and show this place. You're living in Malibu for free. At a at your hero's house, mm-hmm. and he all he wants you to do is like show it off once in a while. Yeah, that's and amazing. The fact that he's trusting me. Yeah, I'm a random guy from Oregon. Like I said, that his you're an angel ex girlfriend is vouching for. And also, isn't he like who's this guy trying to boink my ex? Exactly. But like maybe he just didn't. Well, think he about it did like that. set some ground rules, and one of them was he said the rooms were downstairs, right? Yeah, he said. I have one rule. He goes, you guys can have, he was so cool. He's like, you guys can have people over. You guys can have little parties here. He goes, I don't care. I know what you guys, I know that you guys are going like, to have some fun what? here. He goes, but do not let Casey bring any guys downstairs. Because he still, it was, you know, his ex-girlfriend that he still loved. But what about you? How did he know that you weren't like that? I don't know. He just trusted me. Like you said, he just, yeah. you know, he just trusted me. And he said, um, yeah, don't let anyone go downstairs what are you supposed to say like if casey's like okay i'm gonna go downstairs with with chad and you're like halt Uh, to be honest i don't know what he expected i think that maybe he thought oh this is great if matt's in the house and i build a relationship with him yeah maybe he'll keep an eye out for me matt in the house and i'm in In the the house house board matt in the house and i'm in the house matt 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 in the house matt in the house matt in the house matt in the house sorry he literally thought that i would probably be his eyes right yeah, I maybe mean, I guess. So my only rules it's were Casey so can't bring guys downstairs. And <laughs> but I, Casey in that time would have been like, I brought you here, bro. You can't tell me what to do. What do you mean? Oh, oh, if I if I stopped her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What what would happen? Exactly. What am I supposed so to do weird. if we have a party and she brings a guy downstairs to her room? What am I supposed to do? Like, hey, bro. No, like what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I of, co- of course I said, OK, <laughs> I told AJ. Yeah. Like. Was AJ nice to you? He was so nice. Was he, was he hot? Mm-hmm. He was sexy. 
he looked like he literally looked exactly like all my Backstreet Boy posters. Oh, was that the only <laughs> time you ever saw him in person? That was my first time I've ever seen him in person. But then did he ever come back? Yeah. And you saw, so you no, like hung I, no, with him. I saw him eh, five times probably. Okay. Probably in, in the time that I lived there, he came by like five times to check on things and say what's up and whatever. So anyway, mm -hmm. he gives me orders to A, not let guys go downstairs and B, show off his house and, and help show it to people who want to buy it. Right. Now, fast forward about a week or so. Mm -hmm. There's a gentleman who's, I get, I get word from AJ, hey, there's someone that wants to see the house at one. Can you show it? Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, the reason I'm doing this is his agent's out of town right now, but he just wants to get it done. So I'm like, yeah, I can show it. So this dude shows up in a Porsche, in a, like a brand new Porsche drop top. Uh, this guy said that he was 28 years old. He obviously looked 28. He looked like, you know, I was 20 at the time. So he was like an older, you know, to me, like an older guy. Yeah. A guy older than me. He had this really cute uh, chick who had like all Louis Vuitton luggage and nice shoes. And like it was clearly a rich couple, a right. young, rich couple. He comes in uh, at one o'clock at his appointment. This guy introduces himself. I say, hey, I'm Matt. Welcome to the house. He's like, I'm oh, I'm also Matt. His name was Matt Robertson. Matt Robertson came with his girlfriend. I forgot her name. Francesca. And let's just call her Francesca. Matt and Francesca come in and they see the house. He notices the, the guitars immediately. I was like, oh, bro. He goes, who plays guitar? And I was like, oh, I actually, I play guitar, but these aren't mine. These are uh, probably AJ from Backstreet Boys. <laughs> probably <laughs> not even. That. No, I didn't say that. In my mind, I'm like, these yeah. are probably AJ's. But I said, oh, they're, they're Casey's who lives here. And yeah, like I yeah. play guitar. Casey plays piano and we jam out and whatever. And he's like, oh, man, can I play one? I was like, yeah, sure. So he picks it. The guy is so cool who's coming to see this house. He picks up the guitar. I pick up a guitar. We start playing. And instead of showing him the house, we just broed out for like an hour. Wow. And he's like, what are you doing How here? How old was he? He was 28. 28. And you were 20? 20, yeah. You and were 20? I was 20. Okay. I, mo I moved here when I was 20. Yeah. Okay. So we're broing out. We're having a good time. And, and he's like, dude, he goes. What like, did he look like? He was a like good, he was a good looking British dude. British. Thick accent. Yes. Okay. Thick British accent, which is always charming and bleak. Yeah. You know, you you trust those people, right? Yeah. Who come in and like, oh mate, like well, I don't know. Hello I'm not, there. I'm not good at accents. Oh are you? All right, come on, get in my buggy. He was he was probably <laughs> How would you not laugh at a that? A couple because I'm trying to remember the story. Okay, sorry. Honestly, like this story blows my mind and I can't believe it's real. I know. So I'm like having flashbacks of being there with this guy and the fact where this story goes is just unbelievable. I feel like it needs its own episode. It, it does. So here's what I'm going to say, because we'll, we'll pick up and we'll do part two of the story because shit gets crazy. Like this is the juicy part. I meet this guy, Matt Robertson, who wants, who's interested in buying this house. He comes in, we bro out over guitars. I tell him my life story. We hang, like, we, we hang out for probably like three hours in the house. And he pretty much says, dude, he goes, you are awesome. I want to, I want to buy this house. Yeah. And I say, oh shit. Like in my mind, I'm like, did I just sell AJ from Backstreet Boys house for him? Mm -hmm. Like just being like super cool with this dude. Mm -hmm. So shit takes some turns. Shit turns and we'll talk about it on the next episode
on the next episode of Riled Up. Matt, Matt sells the Backstreet Boys house. Matt sells AJ McLean's Backstreet Boys mansion in Malibu Hills. Will Matt Robertson be the actual buyer? Or will it all? Or will he explode? (laughs) I don't know. We can't waste too much time because we've already talked for like 47 minutes or so. So, you guys, this story, this is my life story. This is my welcome to LA story. And it gets crazy. So, we'll pick up on part two next Next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Next episode. That was fun. It's fun, right? Yeah. I can't wait for you to tell the rest of it because it just gets like creepy. It gets creepy. It's weird. Yeah. It gets creepy. It gets weird. There's lying. There's deceit. There's fraud. There's so much to talk about. And this was the craziest. LA story that I've ever experienced or or heard of. All right. Go ahead and cue Unbelievable by Casey Brown. Hit it. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye, guys. (laughs) 